Hey, I'm your host, Crystal McGrath, and you're listening to the Artist Behind the Music podcast, where I chat with artists from around the world about their personal and professional stories. There's a lot more that goes on behind the songs we love, and this is a space where we get to share stories and tools on overcoming struggles, celebrating achievements, and of course, the meanings behind the songs. Get ready to be inspired through stories and live music. This episode is sponsored by Simply Socials Management. Simply Socials Management is a boutique digital marketing agency serving the music industry, small businesses, and film and TV. Their mission is to help you make your mark online through custom digital marketing, PR, and graphic design services. Visit www.simplysocialsmanagement.com for more information on how they can help you elevate your online presence. Mention you heard about them through the artist behind the music for a 10% discount on your first service. Hello and welcome to the Artist Behind the Music series, episode number eight. I'm excited to have Jessica Soul here with us today. Thanks so much for having me. You're welcome. I'm excited to chat with you and get to know a little bit more about you. I get to hang out with you twice today, so I feel like we're just destined to be October friends. (laughs) (laughs) So awesome. Um, Do you play the banjo? I don't. Um, it's kind of like a, it's a six string banjo, so it's not really a real one, but I wish I played it. Put it on the list. <laughs> Another thing to learn. Totally. That's always been my goal to play the banjo and the fiddle, but I yeah. feel like the banjo might be easier than the fiddle. I think. Like you're right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think so. It's skilled. It's skilled. I was just listening to your music. Just love it. Your voice really reminds me of Scarlett from Nashville. Oh, Do you ever hear that? Oh, I haven't heard that one yet. Well, I loved her. Right? She's so good. Thank you. Voice, you have all those like beautiful high elements of tone, and it's just beautiful. So, and you have the hair like her too. <laughs> I love it. Is Thanks. that all your hair? I'm sorry to bust this question, Um, but it's not, I used to have like the really long hair and then, um, it got really dry because I was bleaching it so much. So I had to like do the chop and, but I wanted to keep the long hair. So I got extensions. I hear you. Sorry to bust the secret, but, um, I was having some serious hair envy. I'm like, I need to know. (laughs) (laughs) I also wear extensions. Not today though. I love Oh, that's so good. I think we kind of have a, a little bit of an unstable connection. So I'm going to try my, yeah, it's just cuts out just slightly. So I'm going to do my best to just go with it. <laughs> I think we're okay. okay. I can hear you when you talk. I think it's when we both talk, it cuts out. So I'll just be mindful of that. But yeah. So I want to hear more about your, your musical story. How long have you been playing for your self-taught? piano and guitar how is that process of you know diving in and taking things on learning yourself yeah I um I taught myself guitar when I was in the eighth grade um and my parents bought my first guitar kind of as an end of the year kind of gift because um it was like the year before going into high school so it was almost like a grad gift and and six months just learning basically every Taylor Swift song all like online and a bunch of Miranda stuff and just like following the chords and so I learned that way um and then I it 
I think learning guitar first helped me figure out piano a bit easier mm -hmm. the other way around. Um, but it was basically just hours of hours of sitting in my room singing along to my favorite songs. Oh, that's great. Um, and then you went to school for voice. Yeah, I uh, just graduated Humber this past spring. So I was there for five years. I did their intro program and then I did the four-year degree. And it was a great experience. I loved it. Yeah. Do you teach voice or anything like that? Or is it Not just something you did for yourself? No, um, I don't teach it right now. I did a little bit while I was going through school, but um, now I'm mainly focusing on writing and um, the artistry aspect of it. Yeah, that's great. So your writing process, do you like to co-write with people or you prefer to write by yourself? What's kind of your style of writing, your fave? I do um, it both ways now. I actually didn't start co-writing until um, the world basically shut down. So I've okay. only done co-writes over Zoom and like FaceTime. But I really love the co-writing process. I um, It's fun to have someone to bounce ideas off of. And I've found a few writers that I work really, really well with. And um, But I also do write some stuff by myself also. So um, I guess it kind of just depends on the day, but usually it starts with like a line or something that gets stuck in my head and then I try and put a melody and chords to it. Sweet. So yeah, it's definitely a different process writing with people and being like super open and vulnerable to share your ideas with that knowing that they might say, oh no, that's not a good idea. <laughs> you know, just like a lot, putting yourself out there. And I always find that the more ideas that go out, the close, the easier it is to find a good idea, right? Mm -hmm. um, I find it's like when we hold back and it's like, oh, that's not a good idea. If you don't say it in co-writes, then it just blocks you from coming to your good idea. I don't know if yeah. you find that, but yeah, like, get it all out. <laughs> exactly. And I've learned to um, not take it like to heart. Yeah. Um, when I'm co-writing, I just, I throw all of my ideas out there and I say that we can do, like, it doesn't necessarily have to be this line specifically, but this is the idea I had, so maybe we can try and make that work. Yeah, yeah, just being open and vulnerable. Yeah. Um, as a musician, what would you say one of your biggest struggles is? Um, that's a good question. I think as a musician, mm, I feel like I struggle a lot with, kind of like the mental aspect of it, kind of like the imposter syndrome a little bit when it creeps mm -hmm. in. <laughs> totally. So how do you deal with it when it shows up? Um, I have to remind myself that um, it's unfair to compare myself to other artists in the industry and um, compare my growth to theirs and my, um, my strengths to their strengths because I feel like everybody at the end of the day is insecure about some something and so we're all kind of feeling the same way yeah absolutely and it's it's funny because you don't really sometimes you forget that other people also feel like you know they're not good enough or you know they don't deserve to be in the spotlight or you know the exactly. list goes on and on and on but the more conversations i have with people the more apparent it is that everyone feels exactly the same and mm -hmm. we're all just out there you know pushing through fear and overcoming that, you know, that fear of not being good enough or compare comparison and judgment and all those crazy feelings that hinder our growth, right? Hinder our yeah. And my, my favorite quote um, that I like to 
say to myself is all ships rise with the tide and you have to celebrate your friends. And just because they have a different path doesn't mean you have to do exactly what they're doing in the exact timeline they're doing. I love that. I think it's so important to celebrate other people's wins and growth because that lifts you up, right? I mean, I, when I'm celebrating someone's win, I feel good. Yeah. Right. And it's when you're like, oh, why did they get that? It's gross. Like, it doesn't feel good to be like that. So flip the switch. Be excited for people, right? And, yeah. And let it inspire you to be bigger mm -hmm. and greater version of you, right? And we're all so different. But yeah. I like that quote. That's a good one. I'll write that down. Awesome. <laughs> I'll write that one down. So what was the inspiration behind your latest single? My latest single is off my EP. Um, the last one I sent to radio is called Fine Line. And um, that one is, I wrote that one by myself, I think a few weeks before Christmas last year. And the inspiration behind it was kind of like the modern take on Love at First Sight. Um, which in my mind is going out one evening, which sounds like such a foreign concept right now, but going out like with your friends or something and meeting somebody at the bar or at, um, a restaurant or at a club or something and immediately hitting them off, hitting it off with them. Um, and then kind of like really vibing with them and you like, you really like this person and you want to see if it can become something, but you're not totally sure if it's a little bit of the liquid courage that's making you think that way or if it's not. <laughs> that's cute. I like that. <laughs> you know, what a foreign concept now. It's like, I can't even imagine. I haven't really left my house bubble. <laughs> so I know some people go out to restaurants and stuff now, but I haven't. And I just feel like it's so interesting how the world is just, completely shifted and how we've all adapted and kind of found a new way to function and a new normal. Um, mm -hmm. What are some of the ways, I guess, the situation has affected you um, both negatively and positively? Yeah. Um, what one should I start with? Okay. I'm going to start with negatively because there's a lot less of that. I feel like it's been pretty positive for me at least, but um, my EP was set to come out May 8th. And I was going to have a launch party and it was kind of like my first, um, like my first project I was putting into the country industry and my band and I were rehearsing so much. We put so much work into the EP and then the world shut down at the end of March and I had to cancel the shows and the EP took a little longer to come out. Um, but honestly, I don't want to say it's a blessing in disguise because it's definitely not a blessing, but it has helped me put all of my energy into building my brand and building my name. And I think I've gotten a lot of opportunities I wouldn't have had if I didn't put all of my time and effort for months and months into my craft. Yeah, it's so true. And I think if we focus on, you know, all the good things that have we've been able to shift to, it makes it a lot easier to adapt to the you know, the hardship and the chaos that's happening around us right now, right? Well, that's awesome. If you could write a song with anybody, who would it be? Ooh, that's a great question. <laughs> I would love to write a song. Oh gosh, there's so many. No. Uh, I'm really, really loving Luke Holmes right now. Mm-hmm. Maybe like Chris Stapleton is another one of my favorites, Casey. Mm -hmm. Miranda, I don't, it's a, it's a hard question. 
No, it's great. Let's just have a dinner party and we can yeah. all mask and sit apart. <laughs> write a song with all of them. I wonder what kind of song that would turn out to be if all the greats just wrote a song together. We may as well. <laughs> you don't, but it sounds like fun. I like that idea. I like that idea. Um, so fear, do you get more nervous talking on stage or performing on stage? I always find that an interesting aspect of the performance. Um, I used to get terrible stage fright when I was younger. I, um, would just be so nervous to get up on a stage and sing, but I feel like now for me talking between songs and trying to interact when I'm not singing is a lot more difficult for me because I'm scared I'm going to say something dumb <laughs> or I'm scared I'm going to, I always like think of things I'm going to say on stage and then I forget and then I feel like talking so much so fast. Um, so I feel like talking is a lot scarier for me. <laughs> yeah. And it's funny because we talk all the time, right? Talking is just a part of our, our daily. But then when we get in front of people, sometimes it's like the judgment comes up. <laughs> the fear comes up. <laughs> Do you practice what you're going to say on stage before you go? Sometimes like if I can't fall asleep, I'll like think about things I can say when I'm on stage between songs. And then I like rehearse it sometimes. And then uh, when I'm on stage, none of it comes out. Right. <laughs> I'm like, perfect. That's exactly what I wanted. <laughs> but it's good practice, right? Just yeah. standing in front of the mirror talking and, and maybe it just helps inspire something new or what not to do. Right? Yeah. Do you have any pre-show, pre-stage kind of mantras or routines that you like to do the day of the show or before you hop on a live show? Or I guess now we just do shows on, on here. So <laughs> I, mm, not really anything specific I do before each show but I do like to um I like to have a coffee on show day I like to have a coffee every day but I always like to have a coffee a few hours before I do a show and I like to practice a few covers before I do a show also just to kind of warm up and um, practice some stuff that's not mine mm. does that just help you get into kind of show mode character or yeah. Yeah. I like that. That's cool. Very cool. Um, what's your favorite song that you've ever written? I just wrote a brand new one um, that I think is my favorite right now, but it's so hard to choose favorite originals. Um, but I think right now my favorite one is um, a tune that I wrote called Think of Us. Mm. What's it about? It's about... Um, it's about being in a relationship and then um, breaking up and thinking about all of the good things instead of thinking about all of the bad things and hoping that that person thinks back on your relationship and thinks about the good memories too. Oh, that's nice. I like, I like that song. Nice. I like that. I like that. Um, what's the best advice you've ever been given? The best advice I've ever been given is, the best advice I have ever been given, it wasn't given to me directly. I read it in a blog post that um, a blogger I follow, her name's Indie Blue. She is from Utah and she wrote a blog post about how people don't care as much as you think that they do. And like people don't sit there and overanalyze everything you do the way that you would do it to yourself. And so her, my takeaway from that was when she was saying, 
don't stress about little tiny things because people aren't paying as much attention as you think that they are. And it's really comforting for me to think about things that way because I try not to let um, what people think or what I think people think bother me. Yeah. yeah. That's huge. It's because it's half the time they're not even thinking. Well, no, not even half. 90% of the time they're not even thinking about you. They're thinking about themselves, <laughs> right? Exactly. I think remembering that is a very important thing mm -hmm. that, you know, people don't, people really don't care. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, look, the. it's not supposed to come off like people don't care, but it yeah. is supposed to come off that way. Kind of like people don't care as much as you think that they do. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. I like that. Um, what's your favorite part about being an artist? Oh, so many aspects to it. I, so. I like, um, I like being able to express myself creatively mm -hmm. and I like, um, being able to, you know what I really love? I love when I write a song and I perform it and people, people tell me, how much they can relate to the song mm -hmm. and, and like how it touched them and um like how they love the way that they like you know when when you're younger and Taylor Swift releases a song and you're like wow she wrote that for me she wrote that about my life <laughs> <laughs> totally I love hearing other people's stories and um how they relate to the music cool I like that too and there's something about how music just brings people together right and that connection that comes from a song. And I love that about the writing process as well, is just knowing that, you know, I'm experiencing something, or when I hear a song, it's like, oh yeah, I'm not alone, right? It's it kind of brings a sense of community together and it kind of diminishes the hardship too, right? When you're feeling something and you listen to, you know, you're really sad and you listen to a really sad song, it kind of makes you feel less sad at the end of it after you cry and, you know, connect. You cry, it's very cathartic. <laughs> Crying is very healthy. Oh, yeah. Highly encourage crying. <laughs> That's awesome. So what's next for you? Do you have plans to record anything new? Or are you currently promoting your EP that you just released? Or what's on the horizon if you have, if you have trajectory plans? Yeah, I'm, I spent the summer pushing the EP and the singles as much as I could, and, as well as doing a lot of writing while we were in quarantine. Um, and so I'm looking to go into the studio soon with a few new tunes and um, have some new stuff for next year, which is super exciting. I love the process of after the song's written, like creating the song around it. Mm -hmm. It's so cool. That's, you know, something I love about being a musician is we're always creating. It's like you create a project, you release it, you market it. But while you're doing that, you're creating something new and then you get to record. It's just like this cycle that's continuously rolling. I'm boring. <laughs> I know. And I love it because when you release a project, everyone else is hearing it for the first time. But meanwhile, you've been working on your next project for like four, six months while that one's getting finalized. And everyone, everyone thinks it's new music and you're like, no, no, I already wait for and new stuff for you guys soon. <laughs> I know. Last one, so get ready. Totally. Do you ever get um, sick of your music? Like, do you feel like, oh, this song's so old. I don't want to sing it anymore. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to play it. But people love it. Do you have any, do you feel like you ever get sick of any of your music? Sometimes, yes. Um, 
but also not really. Um, the songs in the EP, I was playing them a lot um, when I was doing lives. And then I started playing my newer stuff. And then when you take a little bit of a break from them and then you come back and you play them again, you're like, wow, I forgot how much I really love this tune. Yeah, absolutely. And there's something too about playing a song maybe that was written years ago or that you've played a hundred thousand times. Um, mm -hmm. when you play that and it's new to somebody else, it almost brings a fresh life to that song too, right? So many people message me saying that they, they really like my stuff. Um, I put out some music before I realized I wanted to be in the country industry. And I have some people, it's kind of like singer songwriter, borderline country, the vibe of it. And a lot of people go, wow, I really love like your song Wonderstruck. I was like, really? It's from like 2016. It's, I don't even know if it's my vibe anymore. Right. And that's cool too, right? We can always evolve as artists and shift yeah. and change and, and grow into something new. And it doesn't mean the things we released, you know, three years ago or old or bad. It's just, we're humans and we're constantly evolving. So I love that process. Me too. Um, let's play some music. I'm excited yeah. to hear, hear you play live. What do you play for us? Um, I think, you know what? I'm going to play, I'm going to play the one I was telling you about, my favorite one. Oh, good. Perfect. Called Think of Us. It's still a pretty new. I've only played it a few times for some shows, so I may forget a lyric or two, but... You know what? Nobody's gonna know. <laughs> that is the beauty of a new song. Original music. <laughs> right. I feel this fading with every text I send. Is this for saving? Don't have the heart to pretend. No one to take the blame. Guess life works out that way. But someday you'll be driving down the highway, looking at those exit times. Remember all the memories and all our crazy times. Thinking about how good it was. I hope you think of us dancing to the Leave the party early just to drive down that road. I think about how good it was. I hope you think of us. Cause I can't help but think of us. This time last summer, we were on top of the world. What used to be in color dulled down and started to burn. No one wants to play this game, but trust me when I say that someday you'll be driving down the highway, looking at those exit signs, remember all the memories and all our crazy times. Think about how good it was. I hope you think of us. Thank you. 
Six A Sand. This ain't for saving, you don't have a heart to pretend. But someday you'll be driving down the highway, looking at those days and times, remember all the memories and all the crazy times, thinking about how good it was. I hope you think of us dancing to the music, singing Never Let Me Go. I love that song. Oh Thank God, you. So good. I love how it like just flows. Like you think you're kind of done and then you, you pick it back up and it rolls. Oh, it's so good. Thank you. I love that. Are you going to record that one? I think so. Yeah. Yeah, you should. It's so good. Thanks. Yeah. Be proud of that one. That's <laughs> I love it. <laughs> so good. Okay. What else you got for us? You can play this one more. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah the title track off of the EP I released this summer. It's called Here for the Long Run. And this one I wrote a few years ago actually now. Um, I wrote it when I was in my third year at Humber. So it's been a long process for this one. Um, but I'm so proud of the way that it turned out. So I hope you guys enjoy it. Drive through the night. All I see are red lights. Are we running round the same? But I can't tell. So I turn up the radio, sing loud to forget what sounds is in my head. All the things that you said. Do something. 
here for the long run. I'll be here for the long run. acoustic like that as well <laughs> so fun you have lots of fiddles in that one don't you on your recording? oh yeah yeah i have fiddle all over my ep actually except for maybe one tune um my my band member andrew and my friend from college he's awesome so he did all the fiddle and strings on the ep oh cool that sounds great sounds yeah. great and both those songs just make me want to get in a car and just drive through they're they're good prairies <laughs> Yeah, they're very good driving songs. Very good. Like, heart feel. You know when you hear a song, you're just like, I just want to drive. I yeah. Want to stop. I just want to hit repeat. <laughs> song does that to me is, um, oh, shoot. It's by Little Big Town. Oh, Don't Die Young, Don't Get Old, I think is what it's called. And it's got, like, it's, it's got such a good, like, driving vibe to it. I used to listen to it every time I drove. <laughs> Isn't that funny? Hey, how some songs are just like, this is just my driving song. If you're going to yes. be in my car, we're going to listen to this until we're there. <laughs> exactly. On repeat. Yeah. I'm a big Maggie Rogers fan right now. And anytime I drive anywhere, her remixes pop onto the, pop onto the stereo. So good. Can we ask you one more question? Um, if you have one piece of advice you could share with the world, what would that be? To share with the world. Um, I like to, um, you know what? My my favorite piece of advice to share with the world is kindness always, always wins. Every time. It costs no money to be a nice person. And I just think the world would be a, like a, a much better place if everyone just kind of like followed the motto of kindness always wins, you know? Absolutely. Big fan of that. Mm -hmm. That all over the world today. Kindness yeah. wins all about especially in this industry it's all about kind of like the vibe you give off and I just feel like you gotta be nice to people <laughs> it really it's like that simple like just mm -hmm. be nice. it's super yeah. easy to be nice exactly people, people want to be nice it's like don't be afraid don't be afraid of being nice <laughs> compliment compliment people compliment other women and yeah Amen. I agree completely. That's yeah. well said and perfect. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so nice to meet you and have you on today and hear a little bit more about your story and hear you play. So beautiful. You've got a beautiful Thank voice. And Thank I can't wait to hear it tonight at... I'll see you in a few hours. Yeah, absolutely. I'm excited. Awesome. You'll yeah. probably hear a few of those tunes again tonight. Okay, so. well, now I'll know the words even better and I can, I can jam along. Awesome. <laughs> Amazing. Okay, cool. Well, thank you so much for being a guest on episode eight, and I cannot wait to see you later tonight. Thanks for having me. I'll see you later. Have a Have good day. You too. Bye. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to the artist behind the music. Make sure to learn more about today's guest by visiting their links in the show notes. As always, we love to hear what you think about the show. So send us a message with any comments or future artist guest requests. To stay in touch and in the loop for all future shows, be sure to follow us on all your favorite social media platforms.